Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about what mature people think about. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. Now, I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about how we can think with spiritual maturity. Paul wrote in Philippians 3.15, Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. In other words, mature people have a unique mind. They think about things differently than when they were immature. We've talked a lot about spiritual growth and maturity this year and how the way we grow is by having the right roots. In a plant, the roots supply its nutrition. It gives it strength in storms and they support the flowering and the, the fruiting for the rest of the plant. And if a plant doesn't have strong roots or if those roots are in a weak foundation, the plant won't last long. You know, our roots should be grown into the word of God. And that is the only firm foundation for us to rest in. And Romans 12 says, when we do that, we will be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Spiritual growth requires mind transformation. And so today we're going to look here in Philippians chapter three for five marks that Paul gives us for what this transformed, maturing thinking looks like. Now, notice when we read in verse 15, therefore let us, as many are mature, have this mind. A mature mind is comprised of all these different attributes that Paul lists leading up to this verse. These all come together to give us an exhortation to be mature. So starting in verse 1, Paul writes, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. So first, Paul says mature people learn to work their way through difficulties and come to a point where they can just be joyful. You know, we can't always rejoice because of our circumstances. Paul said he couldn't do that even when he's writing, but we can always rejoice in the Lord. Paul is writing this letter in prison to the Philippians, yet he uses the words joy and rejoice and glad and share a total of 18 times in this letter. Mature thinkers are able to find joy in God even through terrible circumstances. Then Paul writes in verse 2, Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the mutilation. And that's pretty blunt language, but Paul he was talking about people who were coming in to pervert the gospel with acts of self-righteousness, adding the rituals of the Jews to faith in Christ. And Paul said, mature thinkers don't get distracted by that kind of thing. But more than that, they're watchful for it. They recognize the danger of mutilating the gospel by the mutilation of the body, by circumcision, and they won't tolerate it. And this could extend to any other false teaching. It's all dangerous and should be watched for. So second, mature thinkers beware lies and liars. Now, continuing on in verse three, for we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit. Now, this is a 
specific extension of the warning about these evil workers or dogs, as Paul puts it, who say you have to be circumcised to be a Christian. And Paul says, no, no, no. Mature thinkers know better. They know that we are not saved by physical works, but by the grace of God through faith. Mature Christians know that their actions alone will never be enough to save them. And that realization alone transforms their thinking. It humbles us. When we say that we are not enough, that we need Jesus, we're humbled to worship God with every part of us, through the Spirit and through our own bodies. They also, according to the next part of verse 3, then give all the glory to Christ, Paul writes. That's what the ESV says. So third, mature thinkers humbly worship God in spirit. They also put their confidence where it belongs. Paul continues to write, put no confidence in the flesh. Throw, I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has a reason for confidence in the flesh, I am more circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as the law a Pharisee, as to zeal a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. We can never establish or maintain a relationship with God based on our own accomplishments or merits. If we could, then Paul would have been set. He followed all the rules, but he counted all of that as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ as his Lord. For Paul, humility was more than just a way of thinking. It was a way of doing too. He says in verse eight, for his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. You know, mature people have a mind for humble action. They recognize that no matter what they have accomplished, it pales in comparison with the indescribable gift offered to us through Jesus. And so they are willing to throw all those accomplishments, all those comforts, all those safeties away to gain Christ. Like Paul, they will by any means possible seek out their resurrection from the dead. So fourth, mature thinkers are humbly focused on their eternity rather than their temporary success. Finally, Paul finishes this chapter by telling us that mature thinkers have a mindset of perseverance. Mature people don't give up when discouraged. They don't give in when tempted. And if they slip, they get back up. In verse 12, uh, Paul writes, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Yet mature people are never done. Paul said that he had not yet attained everything God had planned for him. Even though uh, he had been saved, that he was an apostle, 
He pressed on to receive the full reward God had laid out for him. Mature thinkers realize their faith is not a static binary thing, that it's on or off. It is a growing process that we have to keep striving at. You know, like Paul, mature thinkers press toward the goal of the upward call of God. You know, we may not win every battle, but Christ wins the war. Philippians 1.6 says that God began a good work in me and that he will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And with that hope, mature thinkers press on despite any difficulties. You know, the mature will have this mindset, according to verse 15, and it will unify them to keep serving Christ with an eye on the future. In verse 20, Paul concludes, for our citizenship is in heaven, for which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. You know, mature people are looking forward to that reward with daily anticipation. They rejoice in God. They beware anything that would come between them and that great day. They humbly worship God in spirit. They keep their eyes on the eternal and they press on toward the goal, knowing that they aren't just citizens of earth traveling towards heaven, but they are already citizens of heaven spending some time here on earth and transforming their minds now before their lowly bodies too will be transformed and conformed to the glorious body of Jesus Christ. That is the mindset we want to grow into. And we can only do it by laying down strong roots in the right foundation. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify or YouTube. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.